Hello, hello, welcome to the Sinead Horror podcast. I'm your host, Sinead Horror, a multi-award winning intuitive specialist, and I'm here to guide you back to the energy of your heart with angel messages, intuitive insights, oracle readings, meditation, and beautiful, empowering conversations with the most incredible experts in their field. This podcast is for you. And if ever you'd like me to cover a topic, please reach out via my website, www.sineadahora.com. I can't wait for you to return to the energy of your heart, a place where miracles are happening, a place where you feel like the best version of you and a place where your energy is aligned with your highest good and more. Are you ready? I know I am. Here we go. On today's episode, I am joined by the most incredible soul, Grania Tyndall, the founder of numbersforsuccess.com. She's an international numerologist, a soul seer, spiritual healer, a workshop facilitator, and a resident expert in Today FM radio. On our show today, we talk about what actually is numerology and how to work with numbers that you see every single day, signs from the angels, signs from the universe, and how to interpret their messages so that you can understand more about yourself and of course, navigate your own daily life. It is such a beautiful conversation. You're going to love it. Perhaps you want a pen and paper with this one because there's some notes that you will definitely want to take. Enjoy. Welcome, Grania, the queen of numerology. I'm so excited to have you here. How are you doing? Oh, Sinead, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. I am so, so excited to see what comes through in our conversation today. We are recording pre-recording this episode on the 11th of the 7th and I want to just open up straight away and dive into what do these numbers represent to you yes there's a lot going on at the moment isn't there well I guess the number 11 is always about you know heightened inspiration it's to do with um connecting in with divine source and 11 you know the master number that it is the very first of the master numbers always represents the uh, opportunity for us all to really look at duality because I think the double one is about that but also about heightened awareness and it's enlightenment at its best so um, and then we have the seven uh, the seven is represents the month we're in but it also represents the year because 2023 um, adds to a seven so we have a you know a lot of energy going on at the moment as we can tell by what's going on in the world stage and the seven is usually to do with mysticism, healing the past, you know, healing the inner child. And it can also be about learning, learning from the past and then being a mindful and kindful, I would say, of um, recognizing that it's around trusting your gut feeling and also working through issues around trust. That's what I'd say it's about, Sinead. There you go. Oh, that is so spot on. Let's actually rewind it back a little bit more if we can. What is numerology for those that are listening and haven't a notion what we're even talking about? What is numerology? How would you explain it to someone who's very new to this line of work? Sure. Numerology is sometimes called the ancient science of numbers, and it's been around for thousands and thousands of years. And as with anything, everything is energy. And so the numbers associated with what we take for granted have an energy attached to them. 
hence our names each letter of our name has a, a an energy or a, a number attached to it so with that in mind the great ancient ones you know connected with the cosmos they connected with everything you know being as one so numbers became something that they worked with to help people to know themselves and it was good old shakespeare who said to the known self be true and to know who you are is part of the awareness of being a soul in physical form so to make it very simple it really is a science and it's but it's used in conjunction with spiritual awareness um very much the angelica realm which i know is definitely you're the queen of that Sinead as well and i'm a bit of an empress at this point but um but based on that it's very much around the fact that each number has a vibration as does color as does sound and so working with vibration we can therefore figure out possibly who we are and what we're here to do i hope that kind of describes it yeah, I absolutely love that. And I loved where you brought in as well, like each letter in our name holds a number. And I've actually never mm. even looked at my name before. Now, I know you and I have witnessed each other's magic. So you came to me for a session and I experienced your soul um, readings. Is that what you call them, soul readings? Yes, soul so sessions through numerology, yes. So your soul sessions then, did you actually take my name and really break that down in terms of the number and the energy and the vibration of my name yes i did so i would have worked with your date of birth which tells me what your life purpose is and then from your name the vowels of your name tell me what your soul is urging you to do the consonants are the personality and together they make your destiny so when i do a chart i look really in depth into someone's name from their birth cert and their date of birth and sometimes that can be tricky, Sinead, because I would meet a lot of people who possibly have been adopted or fostered or wouldn't have known that would have used a different name at birth or even have a different you know, first name. And so but with that, we can play around with it. We can work that out. But usually it's always with the name from your birth certificate, because that is the energy you came in on as a soul. And obviously some people take on a different surname when they get married. I'm sure that's still done. And, you know, therefore they change and take on a different spiritual and soul contract when they get married. People don't realize that. Do you know what? This is so fascinating to me. And I love every day is a school day. I'm totally, <laughs> totally a believer in that. <laughs> but I never knew that actually, even the date, I think I didn't catch it all. The date that you're born with is your soul's purpose. And then the, each vowel and different um, letter has a different vibration. That is so fascinating to me. So you, I know you when you read me, I think you read me as Sinead Dehora. And I'd love to, maybe I need to book in for another session just to witness the energy around Sinead Healy, which would be my, my, my married name. And yeah. someone, actually this is going very personal, but I'm going to put it out there anyway. But my husband and I have been on a fertility journey for um, some time. And someone once said to me about a year ago, I think it could have been my aunt actually. And she said, um, you're still Sinead Dehora in your work. Are you Sinead Healy in your marriage? And I said, yes, like my, you know, my passport has changed to Healy. Um, you know, I use Healy for personal things for like post or mail. And she said, oh, good, because sometimes that would affect your fertility because you're not fully embracing your new destiny. And I, I, it's only coming back to me now when I've realized what she was actually saying, as you've just said it too, because it's a whole different vibration would you find that? Do you believe in that or how does that sit with you after me saying it? Yeah, no, um, everything has a reason and, a, you know, has a, a season and a lifetime. 
Um, I suppose as a numerology point of view, your name from your birth cert is the sole contract you signed up for. And so when you therefore get married, in your case to um, changing the name to Healy, you're taking on the spiritual and soul contract of the family into which you're born, uh, into which you're married, pardon me. So it's it means, therefore, you have your own soul contract, but you're also taking on another one. It's uh, it's an interesting one. It really is. And it makes so much sense because I remember even when the minute we said I do, it was the most bizarre feeling I've ever had. The minute we said I do and we did a beautiful hand fasting ceremony at our wedding Mm -hmm. and which is an old like Celtic tradition where you place your hands together and you can use different threads or um textures to represent what you're calling into your relationship your marriage your future and Mm -hmm. the whole this actually this came from or excuse me tie the knot that phrase came from this old Celtic tradition so in tradition back in the day a father from one lineage and the other would come and tie the knot of these two beautiful souls that are coming together to bring the lineage together but anyway when that happened when we said I do I felt this huge shift in energy and I could describe it as every or any insecurity I ever had in my life as Sinead Dehora vanished and I just felt this grounded empowering sense so it totally makes sense it totally makes sense but I just never thought about it before so it's quite interesting it is and likewise if someone maintains their name after they divorce for example i see this quite a lot they're still taking on the spiritual quest of the family into which they originally married so that's a mic drop mm. that is (laughs) (laughs) so that's why i'd suggest you know people to go back to their name because that's really the next that's another thing to go back to in terms of sort of making sure you follow through on your soul purpose yeah very curious for then people like me who who work with both so I have my Sinead Dehora as my business and Healy as my you know personal side how would you feel that vibration like would you recommend just having one or is it okay do you find it's like more positive to bounce between the two well ironically I haven't done I don't have those details in front of me but there's a po- strong possibility that they could end up being the same vibration See, that's oh, I need to look at that. Too. That's really interesting. Yeah, we can certainly look at that after. Um, and you could maybe mention it again if you want. Um, it's it's a very curious because this hasn't come up for quite some time. Uh, and I'm interviewed a lot, and it's interesting that you're bringing it up because it is very interesting to know that you know the vibration you come in on is really what is the prescription for your soul, if you will. And then the other adventures we have, like you know in our life where we people we marry and if we do take their name that is it does change your soul's contract i love that so do you have a space on your website maybe where people can find what the letters mean so they can kind of figure it out themselves or do you suggest that maybe booking in for a session with you if they want to dive in deeper i think it's highly highly worth it i can tell you that now grania blew my socks off and that's very hard to do <laughs> it's very Aww, hard to do thanks, <laughs> so do you have somewhere that people can go and maybe look at what letters relate to what number or maybe things like that that they can figure out themselves um, i not really know because i i do believe i mean people can certainly go online and look things up but for me i do more than numerology i mean i work with your soul I read the soul. I read what your matrix you've come in to do and learn and be and experience and also past lives. I do a lot around forecasting, but equally I connect in with the ancestors 
and that to me is a lot of my work as I transcend through this journey is helping people to look at passions of behavior or passions that have happened within the family going right right back which maybe need to be addressed so that's kind of a really big part of my work as well so because you know numerology is all about passions it's all about numbers it's all looking at you know if you've loads of fives for example in your name that means that you're really here for example to um break through passions of behavior and it, there could be addictive tendencies there as well. So it's just, again, that's very general, but it, it depends on the layout. And that's what I do, because I think to get a chart done with a professional numerologist like myself, I think it's better than maybe going online. You can do that, but it's not the same uh, personal service that I would give. I would totally agree. And tell me this then, let's go into that a little bit more. That's really interesting. So when you said about ancestors and working with the patterns of behaviour, how give me an idea or a rough idea of how that would look or how that would flow well i'll give you an example it only happened yesterday um i was working with a client um who who when she got married uh, married into um a lot of land farming land and so for the last what 30 years she's been married um in recent times she's feeling very a lack of joy in her life a lot lot of uh insecurity and just feeling quite blah so she mentioned that her husband had been going through very severe depression for most of their married life so while i was working with this client i get a lot of information from my own spirit guides and my my own beloved angels and they told me they gave me these words this may help they said the land is speaking and so i said that to her and as we dug a little bit deeper um her the ancestors of her husband's family there had been a lot of shootings in the 1920s in the civil war and a number of black and tans um, had been shot on that land and there had been a lot of evictions and the land was speaking to these people so this lady's father-in-law was speaking to me who's in spirit world obviously advising that this has to be cleared i don't know if that answers your question Oh, it definitely does. It's incredible. And then I'm assuming by this connection with, you know, this lady's father-in-law that they're going to give different techniques on how to clear the pathway and how to shift that energy. Yes. And what was so interesting, Sinead, I could see that there was something on the land that really needed to be healed. And um, I asked, was there a fairy fort? And there was. And she knew not to touch that, which was good. But I was I was told to tell her to plant lots of trees. And she mentioned, well, that's interesting. All the trees on the land have died, she said. Wow. and the interesting thing is that um you know uh the next thing would be if it wasn't healed is that the animals would start to die so um that's a very profound example but but it just shows energy is energy and it has to be healed in order and it was ancestral this was going back a hundred years 1921 and yet it was still affecting this lovely lady's husband and her son who had severe depression I so again yeah that's from her date of birth I loved I was just about to say that I loved the fact that you obviously picked up on this so quickly knowing that even five was her main number and knowing that this is the work this is her destiny this is part of her purpose being here to heal this land for yes. her trees for the animals for her future family and maybe her future yeah. generation that is my like my mouth has dropped to the floor <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, no, every day is uh, there's always something interesting and interesting, wonderful people that I meet. And I like yourself, probably, Sinead, you know, you'll meet the people you're meant to meet. Likewise, I meet these wonderful people who teach me so much. But I suppose having done this work for 27 years, I, I can quickly see patterns and I'm guided very fast to understand someone's contract. And of course, as with your work, we all have free will. So anything I say to people, it's just what I'm given and it's up to the person themselves to take it. Absolutely. I always say, even when I'm teaching people how to read or how to channel, I say the information comes through us, we're the messengers, but it's not up to us to hold or retain the information, which is why I always say to my clients, you could sit with me now and go away and 10 minutes later, ask me what I said to you and I wouldn't have a clue because it's just channeled information and I have no idea like it's not yeah. mine to keep so I don't remember it <laughs> yes me too. me too I just remember that because it was very profound that's amazing well no mm-hmm. I no actually I agree with that because sometimes some things would shock me and they'd be so powerful that you could not remember yeah. them so I totally get mm-hmm. that it's like the nitty it's like when they're so unbelievably incredible and life-changing you will remember them what I yes. what I picked up on earlier when you were talking about past lives as well um can you tell us a little bit more about how you work on a past life basis mm. oh I do love delving into past lives just more for fun but sometimes it's important because it's karmic it's karmic deaths that we bring in and they can usually be seen from the names from birth again um, and also depending on the main numbers it can also um, equate to karma that needs to be healed in this lifetime so again with numbers because I love them and I work with them all the time I can tune into what possibly it doesn't mean you're Cleopatra or you know we're Jesus <laughs> it, it, it just means that we have normal very normal lives in the past but we tend to I believe anyway we tend to incarnate again and again and again with the same people just in different roles and so when we have an idea of what our karma is, not all of us have karma, um, but some do. And uh, it's just to clear it. And then by looking and doing a chart for someone, I can see possibly where it needs to be done. But equally in past lives, I can sometimes pinpoint, usually anyway, countries that have an affinity with the soul. I love doing that. That's something new that's coming in. So um, maybe someone has an affinity with Italy. And there could be some specific area that they have to visit or to to clear something. I would have had that myself with Montsecour in the southern France. Um, I would have had a lot of lives in the Qatar community back in the 12th century, which I've remembered since I was a child. So I had to go there myself physically and clear it. And what did you have to do when you were there? Well, I was there with a group of people who worked in healing uh, circles and healing energy. So for me, it was a very profound time. It was uh, quite a personal um, journey um, where I was brought to in about 2009 uh, with with the fact that I had to do something that would change my whole life direction. It was pretty painful. But I went there and I knew intuitively this was somewhere I had to go to get some answers. And I did get the answers which completely catapulted me into a whole new way of being. Mm, that's so powerful. That is so, so powerful. Mm. I love the connection with countries. I really believe it as well. And it's interesting you said the south of France, because I know I've got some major connection with the south of France. Every time I mm-hmm. go, I feel like I'm at home. It's Yes. There's yeah. something there. I haven't quite figured it out yet, but I, I will to be continued. <laughs> <laughs> tell mm. me, tell me about, so I get asked 
all the time about angel numbers and the connection and communication with the universe and angels when we see number sequences. Tell me about the power behind that based on your expertise. Yes, and you you have beautiful um, oracle cards with numbers. I love them. Um, Thank you. They're really beautiful. Um, well, for me, um, the angelic kingdom is so close. And again, our beloved angels, and they really are beloved and we loved, um, and our guides, they, they are sometimes and always trying to communicate with us. And probably one of the greatest ways, well, certainly for me to listen is through numbers because that's my thing. But for most people, it can be songs, it can be through color, it can be through words. And for, with numbers, it, usually when they're triple as well, it's like a, a triple whammy because three is the number of creation and three, six and nine. And so with that in mind, when we see numbers like, you know, 333 or 666, I see it all the time, 555, it's a, a treble whammy to get your attention, to get you to understand that there's a message coming through here. And we don't necessarily all have to be numerologists or, you know, soul readers in order to get it. Because when you see numbers repeated, you know, there's something being told to you, like watch for the signs, as you'd say, notice what could this possibly mean? And um, I mean, each number has a vibration, which has a meaning. So for at the moment, well, cars everywhere have two, two, two. And and I think what would it be now? Two, three, two, I think. Two, two, three. Two, two, three. Two, two, three. Oh, yeah. That's my lovely dyslexic mind. Um, but but ultimately, um, I feel with the with the combination of numbers that we're seeing a lot at the moment, it's very much about their wake up calls. That's the way I look at it. And, you know, two is always the number of compassion, of union, of for me anyway, and of the divine feminine. So when it's multiplied like two, 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 it's very much, well, for me personally, it's telling me to take note and to ask for support. That's just what it means to me and that things are on track. That's really interesting because I would have actually flipped that with two and three. So two for me represents, this is how I've interpreted and I have for donkey's ears is that two for me is about that creativity it's bringing things together so i get the union part um, and mm-hmm. three has always been for me like your ancestors or loved ones in spirit it's like tune into the support listen to their messages listen to what they're mm-hmm. saying to you is that support and guidance why do you think yeah. we're picking that up differently well you see there are many different forms of uh, vibration so for me yes the, the three would be the creative piece the three would be the magnet, the manifesting. Um, and so um, I guess it's, it, again, it just is the way your soul is reading it. See, there is no right or wrong. It's whatever resonates with your soul is what's right. So when I read a chart, for example, I'm just giving my interpretation of what I see. And then I leave it for the person to work it out what resonates and what doesn't. That makes so much sense. It's the same with oracle cards. You could have one in front of you and I'd have the other and you would take something completely different than I would based on your mm-hmm. what you need, your perception, your understanding. Like for example, I um, I had a new spirit guide. Well, he's not new now, but he came into me about two years ago and mm-hmm. I kept hearing his name as Shane and I kept calling him Shane, 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 Shane until one day I actually had a reading with somebody. Um, I can't remember who it was now, but anyway, they said, oh, you have a new spirit guide. His name is Shan. And I burst out laughing and I said, oh, I've been calling him Shane this whole time. And they said, <laughs> well, of course you would, because Shan is not a, a name that you would naturally have in your awareness, but Shane, you would. 
And I said, oh, that makes so much sense. So again, it depends on the number, like whatever your awareness is or whatever your knowledge mm. is and based on your intuition too. Um, I'd love to ask you, and this is a question I get asked all the time. So we understand numbers, like you said, like one on one, two, 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 three, two, three, et cetera. What happens with number sequence that we see them all the time? So for example, if we see 1818 or one of my friends, actually, they see 127 all the time. So when you have a, a, a sequence of numbers that happen all the time, what does that mean and how can you interpret them? Again, it's take note and, uh, you know, especially some, I know 1111 is quite common now and, um, you know, it's a wake up call and for me it's like a portal an energy portal to walk through you know take the take the, the bull by the horns and move forward in your life uh depending on what's going on in your life of course but yeah again when we see number sequences i very much believe it's it's a wake-up call and so again do your own research i mean obviously i'd have my own interpretation of what they mean so what was your friends one two seven one two seven they see it everywhere one, two, seven. So, well, firstly, you can do individually what it means. So the one is about, um, well, being your, you know, creativity, but also being your own person. But it's, it's, I feel for your friend, for example, that could possibly mean it's about initiation. Maybe she needs to come into her own power um, and using her wisdom and knowledge and and health. It could be around health uh, issues, something like that. But um, But also getting support around coming into her own because she's meant to be her own person maybe she's given her power away i don't know who she is or anything but so um so maybe it's a time for her to be in her own power is what i'd say to her hmm, beautiful that's absolutely gorgeous um if i if someone that i said is like brand new to numerology what would you recommend them to do to start off into this beautiful world of understanding yes well of course i have to say come for a session with me <laughs> yeah uh, love it i'll be putting your details at the end of this podcast as well because <laughs> i'm a chancer um well i guess there is so much information out there um i mean i would have trained in the pythagorean system which was good old pythagoras from the the theorems when we in in school and you know pythagoras had a school of philosophy and he was he who came up with the system that i originally was trained in and since then, I've dabbled in other systems. Um, there's a new one I'm working with now. It's the work of Lars Mull. I don't know if you've heard of him. No, I he's haven't a, actually. He's a Danish mystic. And he works a lot with the Essenes and the Cathars, which were communities that uh, were on the Sea of Galilee in the time of Jesus, but also uh, back to 12th century France again, Sinead, where we probably were together and um so that's another way he's using a new system well it's an old system but he's made it easy to understand and then of course the work of dan millman it's a wonderful book it's called the life you were born to live mm, beautiful i've a, actually that's come into my awareness the last few days actually it's a beautiful book um i've had that book for many years and it's another system of numbers but what i'd say to your listeners you know numbers our vibration and we can with anything we can interpret it the way we want to but once it's for your highest good and highest healing that's the key so when i'm working with people i am using intuition i'm also using a lot of training many years of it but i'm also using you know i'm working with my own team 
angels and guides to the persons I'm working with, angels and guides. So it is a very spiritual experience having a session. It's not, it, you know, it might sound very pragmatic, you know, working with numbers. I hated maths in school. I mean, absolutely hated. Them. And yet I'm working with numbers all the time. So I guess um, it's, it's, again, their soul remembers. My job is to help people remember what their soul signed up for. That's really what I do. That is so beautiful. Tell me how you how you knew this was your calling. Like, how did this unfold for you? Is this something you've experienced this awareness and connection with spirit and ancestors your whole life? Or did this develop maybe in your 20s? Or tell us how this started unfolding for you. Mm-hmm. I've always been very sensitive and very intuitive. And I would have come from a, a line of my mother's side who are storytellers and from the west of Ireland and Shanachies and healers so I would have seen things and heard things as a child outside of the norm but kind of kept it hidden for years until I guess I went through a series of things in my early 30s they were tragedies you know um, I lost people and um, it really catapulted me onto my spiritual path uh, it took a little while for them to get through to me uh, I was leading a, a busy life living in Canada, in the corporate world, you know, jet setting around, having a good time. And then I suppose I was ready for the wake up calls and the spiritual awakening, which happened for me at a very powerful age of 33. <laughs> and again, as you would know, Sinead, that's a very uh, powerful, another master number, the number of the Christ consciousness. And for me, that was my wake up call. And then I didn't really get into numerology till probably around the age of 30. Well, yeah, around that age, yeah, around the early 30s. And it, but we came through the angelic realm. That's when I started seeing again, hearing again. And I, I started studying Reiki, which transformed my life and brought me onto my path of self-discovery. So since then, I've been playing and working and enjoying numbers and working with people's souls. Tell me, what, blessed. tell me what you've loved learning about yourself the most over this journey in this lifetime. Oh, wow. That's a brilliant question. Um, I feel for me, what I've learned is that the power is within me. Whereas, you know, when I started my journey, uh, I can remember the absolute joy and fascination of discovering that there is obviously a higher power, but that I have the power within me to create, I'm a three life path, to create and manifest the life that I want. And for the biggest thing for me, I suppose I've had quite a, I've had quite a challenging life, you know, in that I have learned the hard way, shall we say. So at this point in my juncture now, I'm 58, I don't mind telling people I'm 58 years old. And I feel I've come to a place of the crone and I'm coming to a place of peace, which for me and serenity is, is it's so powerful to, have, mm. to be at peace with myself. Now, it hasn't always been easy, but I'm one day at a time. And for me, the biggest part of learning about who I am is that I have the power to create this life and that I have all the tools that I've come in with. And if I know I've helped, which I know I have many people to remember their soul contract, well, then I've lived my purpose which means I can learn more. So it's great. 
That's so beautiful. The power is within me. And I know we can all take that phrase because it's really relevant to us all because the power is within us. And I loved when you said about, you know, you have that power of three where you can manifest. You're the manifester of your life. Tell me what's to come. Let's me- We're holding each other accountable here. Tell me what's to come. <laughs> what's to come for me or the world? Yeah, no, for you. <laughs> world, let's go both. And the world, yeah, yeah. I can do that as well. Um. Well, for me, um, I feel I'm personally working on a lot of uh, my inner child at the moment. And that's another part of the work I do as part of a chart is working with one's inner child. So also I'm quite creative. So um, it's just painting and creating again. I resist writing again, even though my guides are screaming at me and anyone who has any ability to get through to me says it to me. Um, so to hold me accountable, yes, I guess to continue doing the work I do. Um, I love my podcast myself, but I love being interviewed by lovely people like you. And I love being able to share my wisdom. At this point, I've had a lot of life experience, but I've also garnered a lot of wisdom. So I feel I can help people of any age, which I really enjoy. So I feel to continue my journey till the day I take my last breath and get me angel wings and head out of here. Mm, yes, beautiful. Long time to come. We have, well, mm. we know Numbers for Success is your podcast and I actually have been a guest on your podcast as well. Wow. And that was a really beautiful conversation too. And also um, Numbers for Success is your website as well. Isn't that right? That's right. Numbersforsuccess.com. That's the number four in the middle. And we can also find you, you're a resident expert on Today FM, if I'm correct in saying that too. Yes, um, Dermot and Dave, it'll, I think um, Dermot is gone now, but Dave and Dermot used to give me an awful time. But, yeah, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, <laughs> but I was well able. But I'm also on Loud Mead Radio with Sinead, a lovely lady called Sinead, uh, the 11 to 1 show. I'm, I'm on lots of different uh, platforms. Amazing. So tell us, while we before we finish up today, what in terms of numerology and energy should we be expecting so it's july now even for july and august can we tune into the rest of the summer sure well july although it's a seven month it's actually a karmic month because the seven of the month and the seven of the year are added together to get the number 14 which is a five so that tells us numerology wise the energy of july is a number five and we're only what 11 days in and my God, has there been revelations and revolutions? That's what the five is about. And it's a karmic number. So it this is the past coming up to be healed. And cosmically, we are in an energy of what was going on in June of 1940. And we know what was going on in the world then. What was so, happening in June of 1940? Because my mind's gone blank. Um, sec- oh, yeah. Second World War. Oh, my God. OK, I totally went blank there because I was taking That's notes okay. and numbers. <laughs> No, no, you're okay. <laughs> and I know amazing. I'm not going to be the only one. <laughs> no, well, I certainly wasn't around, but it's, it's, it's historic. I'm big into mm. history. So again, part of what I do is I look at charts because I look for the historical context. And I suppose um, for August, it will be an eight month, but it will actually be um, eight, uh, seven, eight, fifty. So it'll be a six energy. So that will be again an opportunity for us to come together to support each other. Again, the eight of the month itself will be about I would imagine to do with the financial markets. Um, it'll be to do with investments. There'll be a lot of change around that in August. But right now we're in a time of evolution and revolution. That's the five. So it's an opportunity for us all 
to it's about it represents the throat chakra to speak up it's about freedom it's about sovereignty it's about being in your true authentic self it's a it's a it's a wonderful time to be alive even though it's hard that's so gorgeous and that's obviously what we're healing from 1940 in june how do you make that connection it's it's just the energetically the cosmos it's to do with uranus which is the planet of shocks and changes and just it's just a different uh, that's a, astrologically uh, that connection but I, again like the year we're in right now 2023 is the same as uh 1997 whatever was going on in 1997 if you were even alive at that point people um and then 2005 so they're all energetically similar times of you know learning from the past shall we say I must check out how old I was in both those and see how I can mm. see what was happening. <laughs> yes, 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 That's indeed. Amazing. If I could say, if I could actually ask you to even channel or feel into one word of wisdom you'd like our listeners to take away with them today, what would that be? Love. Love. Love and be loved. And that's something that keeps coming up for me. Beloved, beloved be loved and allow yourself to be loved it's coming in all the time um when i'm doing just the normal things and you know and the more open you are to raising your vibration to love we are co-creating friends you're co-creating at your best at this moment in time in history so remember you know by tapping in tuning in turning on to who you truly are knowing your soul purpose you can therefore bring that love to the world and that's what we have to do right now yes bring your love to the world i love that Grania, you are amazing as always thank you thank so you. much for sharing your Thanks wisdom your energy your knowledge your i could talk to you all day as we know before we've been there done that <laughs> and i'm sure it won't be the last i'll be knocking on your door for sharing your gorgeous oh, wisdom thank you delighted. so so much for being here thank you Sinead. Thank you so much for listening to the Sinead Horror podcast. I hope you enjoy the insight and wisdom that came through today. Perhaps you learned something about yourself and I'm so excited for you to discover even more. If you want to tune in to more episodes, please subscribe. And if you want to find more out about this particular episode or any guest speaker that we've had on the show or will have on the show, you can find out more on www.sineadahorror.com. And of course, you're welcome to submit a question or maybe a topic that you'd like me to cover. Remember, this podcast is for you. See you next week.